Hello, and welcome back to the fireside with me, Jim. I'm really happy you decided to join me again today for another Toasted Tale. If you enjoy hearing stories, then you've come to the right place. I believe that there are interesting stories in every subject. They're just waiting for someone to find them and share them. In this podcast, we're going to take a random subject and use it as a seed to do some research for one hour, and in that time, I'm going to try and find a story that we can all enjoy. So let's bring in the Wheel of Fortune style spinner and find out what today's subject will be. Okay, so today it's landed on Alec Bettinger. Now I know Alec is a professional baseball player in the US, so this should be interesting, as I don't know very much about baseball. But just for clarity, I am not an expert on Alec, I don't know the guy, and as I previously said, I'm not an expert on baseball at all really. I'm just a guy who likes finding interesting stories and learning a thing or two along the way. So, with the power of the fireside and podcasting editing, I've already done the one hour of research, and I'm really interested to share with you today what I found. So, the main character in our story today, Alec Bettinger, was born on the 13th of July 1995 in Alexandria, Virginia, and as you may expect from a future professional in the major leagues, he enjoyed playing baseball from an early age. As with most professionals, he played at college, playing baseball for the University of Virginia, and in 2017, in the MLB draft, he was picked up by the Milwaukee Brewers as a pitcher in the 10th round of the draft. For the next few years, he spent time at minor league teams, making his professional debut with the rookie ball Helena Brewers. In 2018, he split the season between the single A Wisconsin Timber Rattlers and the high A Carolina Mudcats, accumulating a 6-10 record in 25 games. In 2019, Bettinger spent the season in double A with the Biloxi Shuckers, pitching a 5-7 record with a 3.44 ERA, with 157 strikeouts in 146 innings. It wasn't until the 2021 season where he was promoted to the major leagues for the first time. The date was May the 2nd, 2021, where Benger made his Major League Baseball debut against the LA Dodgers. You can only imagine the excitement. All your life you've been working towards the dream of playing at the highest level for the sport you loved and played throughout your life. So how does it go for Alec? Well, not great. They lost, allowing 11 runs in four innings. This was also including grand slams in each of the first two innings. This is a term in baseball because I didn't know I had to look it up. A grand slam is a home run hit with all three bases occupied by base runners, thereby scoring the maximum amount of points, four. Not ideal and probably not what Alec Bettinger imagined 
when he thought deeply about his dream debut game. And I can only imagine the feeling of performing in such a visible profession. Professional sports is one of those environments where, on one hand, you've got thousands and thousands of people watching your every move and putting great weight into the actions you make. Fans of all teams can be very passionate and vocal about their opinions on how their team's doing. And to back that up, a lot of sports, even team sports, they rely on individual skill. So if a mistake is made, then it can oftentimes be very easy to point blame at an individual. And I can only imagine what that does to a young player's resolve and psyche. But I do feel there's a lot to be learnt from sports and sports people. Overcoming the natural highs and lows of competitive activity. And I think some of those points can very easily be transferred to everyone's lives. And there are lessons that can be gained from watching their struggle and how they overcome challenges which can be used in everyday life. Now undoubtedly moving to a higher level of competition and making your debut in the Major League Baseball would be very difficult even for a professional like Alec Pettinger but you have to wonder what the expectations were versus the realities of what happened It would only be human if Alec had this expectation of a great debut, where he instantly hit legendary status, became a superstar, versus the reality of a loss on his debut. And humans, on the whole, are pretty inept at predicting how we will feel in various situations. We all have expectations of ourselves and of where we want and hope to be. And oftentimes the stories we played in our heads of how things should go don't end up being as well as we hoped them to be. I think it's fair to say that it would be understandable if that was the situation here. But I think it's the same for everyone. I know I definitely sometimes have expectations that I have for myself that don't get met. And dealing with that disappointment is a very real and human, raw feeling. And it's good to understand that expectations can rob us of the happiness we can feel. One of those timeless books, Great Expectations, (laughs) which is quite aptly named. The main character, Pip, using the money he received from the mysterious benefactor for advancement to marry up in social status. He realizes during his journey in the book that his expectations had robbed him of the various relationships along the way and the gifts life had to offer. His expectations had led to him not enjoying what he had. I think Charles Dickens in writing this book really tapped into something very primal about us as human beings, which is possibly why the book has lasted as long as it has. We all have hopes and dreams and they are not always achieved in the way we hoped or at all and to live a happy and healthy life I think it's important to understand how to deal with these situations 
We all know people who react badly in times like this. And I know that I personally look up to those who seem to be able to ride these waves of up and down in life, always in control. And so, knowing that it's something that affects everyone, that like sailing on the sea, you can be hit by high storms and also have clear weather, both are to be expected. How, when we hit these low patches, are we expected to pick ourselves up and get back to winning ways? I think it's important to ask ourselves some tough questions, like, what did we expect to happen? Should things be this way? And where is the feeling of disappointment coming from? And when disappointed that our expectations haven't been met, it's important to ask whether it was realistic in the first place to expect what we were hoping for. Awareness is one of the biggest tools to solving the problem and allows us to identify when our expectations do not or are not going to meet our reality. Additionally, it's really important not to beat yourself up when you don't hit these expectations because if you did every single time that happened, you'd emotionally be a bloody pulp. And for those people who are able to go light on themselves when things don't go correctly, they're in a better position to adjust and become better in the future. So during the research I did today, there were quite a few articles and pieces of work on how to help prepare athletes for failure and what to do when failure happens and what we can learn from failure and leveraging it to create success in future. Now, while I was reading these, it struck me that a lot of these can be used for everyone in everyday situations. Not only when bad events happen and we need to readjust, but also the daily challenges we all have to face on a regular basis. So I found five points that originally were designed for young athletes, but that I changed slightly to be more relevant for you and I, and I'd love to go through these now. So number one was focus on the process. As I've previously mentioned, there will be good days, bad days, roadblocks, and times where we stumble. Having a growth mindset is key, and using the word yet in our vocabulary can be really important. What I mean by that is not complaining that I haven't been able to get into the team, it's about saying I haven't been able to get into the team yet. Not I can't believe I didn't get that promotion. Maybe it should be I can't believe I haven't got that promotion yet. Even things that are a little bit more out there, like frustration that you haven't been able to go on holiday to a Caribbean island, if you put a yet in there, like, I haven't been to a Caribbean island yet. It changed the whole feel of the statement and makes it more positive and aimed towards a growth mindset. Number two is about asking the right questions when you struggle. Asking questions like, what went well? What needs work? What can you learn from today that will help you go harder and perform better in future are all good. They're sometimes difficult and the answers you may get may challenge you, 
but that's why they're so useful. It helps to realise that things never go completely wrong, or very rarely at least, and there's always an opportunity to learn. Adversity can sometimes be good, and understanding what is good about that adversity is the key to unlocking growth. Number three is focusing on your response to events rather than focusing on the uncontrollables. Life is filled with things we have no control over, whether this is someone's reaction, an act of nature, or where the car keys are hiding for the 16th time this week. Complaining and blaming will not improve you or account for these uncontrollable and sometimes random acts. Focusing on what you can control is the only way forward when facing adversity. One of the points they brought up was the ERO rule, which is event plus response equals outcome. We control our response, so respond well. Number four is to find things you are passionate about. This can be super tricky, especially when people don't know what they're passionate about. Personally, I've had people tell me to find my passion, and when I'm not sure what I'm passionate about, it can feel like a completely unhelpful statement. A problem I think a lot of people go through is they hope and maybe expect passion to fall from the sky, almost like some people have it innately. And I want to challenge that and suggest an alternative solution. There is a belief that passion comes from ownership. When you own what you do and you take complete control over your actions in regard to that thing, you are in a prime position to improve and also understand all of the areas yet to improve in. With this added knowledge that's come from completely dedicating yourself to something, passion can be created. Passion is the fire and you applying yourself to something specific can be the matchbox and tinder. Find passion by taking ownership and total control over what you're doing and you may find purpose again. Finally, number five, embrace the hand you've been dealt and play it well. We all face adversity and when in the middle of a struggle, it can be good to find examples of others who have been vulnerable and learnt how to use grit, resilience and more to overcome their adversity. There is something very levelling and refreshing from hearing stories from people who have made it and sometimes made it the hard way. When adversity and failure hits, it can be easy sometimes to feel like you're alone. At that moment, to understand that people you look up to and are inspired by have not only been in similar situations, but have found the discipline and energy to push themselves out can sometimes be enough to fuel you to move forward. And of course, one bad experience or debut doesn't mean the next time you try it or an experience years in the future will be as bad. Adversity doesn't have to be forever. Get back out there 
and make your own movie moment where you come back from defeat to win. And to Alec Bettinger, the star of this episode. I don't know how much weight you can put into the words of someone from the UK who, before doing the research for this podcast, knew very little about baseball, but one debut game does not dictate how the rest of your future will go, and if you're able to prove, not only to yourself, but also to everyone watching, that through adversity, strength can emerge, you'll have a bigger impact than you could ever have wished for. Thank you once again for spending your time with me listening to this podcast. I really enjoyed learning a bit more about baseball and Alec Bettinger, his journey, and also seeing his career at the very beginning of its journey in Major League Baseball. And also, it's going to be great to see where it goes from now. If you'd like to join me again for another Toasted Tale by the Fireside, then I'll be back here every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 o'clock. Your company will of course be greatly welcomed. I hope you all have a lovely rest of day, and I'll speak to you again soon by the Fireside.